Hello everyone, good evening. It's evening right now for me, I don't know what time it is for you, but I hope everybody had a good day. This is the start of the year, and I just figured that today's episode should be something based on one of the many lessons that I've learned in the previous years. Previous years, meaning like, you know, the previous year and the year before that and, you know, the years before 2022, just basically past lessons. I think that it's important to really reflect on mistakes that you've made as a human being in the past and just look at how you could make different choices in the future if similar situations were to arise and just you know how you've grown as a person throughout the years i think it's very important um you know i know a lot of people believe in new year's resolutions and things like that but i think in addition to that it would be very useful for a lot of people if you know we just reflected on our flaws, basically. Like, the things that we can change about ourselves and within ourselves. You know, the things that we kind of don't like. You know, because I think it's very natural for everyone to kind of have those uh, attributes or characteristics that they don't really like about themselves, you know. Just a few things. Maybe, I don't know, for example, like, you know, you, you struggle to keep up with time, like you're always late, or like things like that, you know, and you figure out how, how this year can I at least reduce my lateness, you know, and try to keep the time, like if someone says, let's meet at 3 p.m., I meet them at 3 p.m., not 5 past 3, you know, 5 to 3 at 3, and take like little steps make a little, you know, write little objectives, like, this is how I can achieve this, you know, actual practical tips that could help you to, you know, overcome your flaw, your challenge, and day by day, you'll get better. I truly believe it's very important, especially at the beginning of the year, I think that's when a lot of us are more, are most motivated, so, yeah, um, I won't make this intro too long because today's topic is very heavy <laughs> in a good way. And man, I have so much to say, which is so funny because I have nothing written down. Like, I know so much about this topic and it's so close to my heart that I generally just I wanted to just pretend like I'm in therapy right now and I'm just like talking to my therapist or something and I wrote nothing down I'm just gonna kind of be pouring my heart out and hopefully this will help someone anyone and maybe even save a life to be honest because man oh man man oh man so today's topic is about 
narcissistic abuse or just you know abuse pertaining to romantic relationships how to spot an abuser um, what happens in romantic relationships that are abusive you know what's the what's the dynamic what what's the cause what's how does it pan out like what are the results just basically everything the ins and outs of abuse within romantic relationships and it could be abuse of any kind really um usually the main ones are emotional abuse and physical abuse but i promise you that there can never be physical abuse without emotional abuse first emotional abuse is like the the basis of everything like it's like the like if i was to draw a venn diagram of all the abuses involved emotional abuse would be right there in the middle it's like the the foundation of it all somebody has to abuse you emotionally before they lift a finger and hit you 100 percent so i've been through this um and i was involved with somebody very high in narcissistic traits if you go on google and you search narcissistic personality disorder literally every single box he checks every single box he had all the characteristics of a narcissist all of them and i was shook when i tell you i was shook i was just I mean, more than anything, I felt betrayed, to be honest. I was angry for a very long time. For a very long time, I was extremely full of rage and fury. Like, how dare you do this to me, you know? And I'm so lucky and fortunate that I live in the age of information. And I have so much access to the internet on a daily basis that I feel like if... This had happened to me maybe 20 years ago, hell, even maybe even 10 years ago. Because the internet was not what it is right now, you know? Our phones were not what they are right now. Um, Google was still there, yeah, but it wasn't as, you know, prevalent as it is right now. Like, literally right now, you just Google anything, anywhere, anytime. You know, but at that time, you know, Wi-Fi was not really a big, big like that. You know, I think Wi-Fi started becoming really big maybe in the last, yeah, yeah, within the last maybe eight years or so. That's when it really, you know, reached the heights that it is right now. And it's getting even more. So I'm very fortunate that it happened when I was in the age of information. I know a lot of people, it's unfortunate that, you know, they met uh, narcissistic individuals or abusers when they were much younger, you know, years and years and years ago. And, you know, they were married to them for like 30, 40 years, 20 years. And that's a very long time to be with an abuser. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of damage gets done in those time 
because simply because the the target just doesn't know they don't know what they're dealing with or by the time they figure out what they're dealing with it's just too late you know the self-esteem has been completely run down to the ground they are basically just empty inside they have no self-confidence you know the dreams that they used to have are gone you know they've been isolated from friends and family that actually care for them they're a completely different person you know that passion their hobbies things that they used to love doing it's just gone you know maybe they even lost their bodies like they used to have like a nice slim figure and now they're just they look much more different um and they've just kind of let themselves go because you know no self-esteem and that's what narcissists do they really hone in on your insecurities and try to just really tremble and just destroy your self-esteem as much as they can and you know but i'll get into that a little uh, much later right now let's begin let me not really get too much into the meat of it let's <laughs> get to the beginning let's start at the beginning the time is like i don't even know half past 12 at night so 30 minutes after midnight well actually 028 to be exact and um <clears throat> i'm sitting on my bed actually i'm not sitting i'm lying down i'll try to describe the scene for anybody who's listening so i'm lying down on my bed my fan is on. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Um my left arm is across my forehead and my right arm is holding up this uh earphone. And I'm feeling pretty I wouldn't even really say sad. I'm just feeling like I'm just feeling not good, you know? Also, I'm sitting in my... Why do I keep saying sitting? I'm lying down on my bed in the dark in my room. I think I left that part, the in the dark part. I think it's important because there's something about nighttime or just like, you know when my eyes don't really receive any light or very little light my brain works differently in comparison to like during the day or when there's like a lot of light sources it's just it's i just my whole being body mind everything just operates in such a different way so i think that's very interesting so i i thought i'd mention it anyways Yeah, back to what I was saying. I I'm not really feeling, you know, the most pleasant, which is why I just thought I'd just record this. Um, I just talk about how I feel and why I feel the way I feel right now. So for anybody who has ever been in close proximity in terms of, you know, having a relationship or some kind of like 
entanglement with someone who has narcissistic personality disorder. I think you guys will kind of um, relate with me more. And those of you who haven't, if you've never met a, you know, somebody with NPD or narcissistic personality disorder, then you're about to learn a lot. Well, at least, uh, you know, I'll try to make it brief because I don't want this to be like too long. Basically, I'm just recording this to vent, to be honest. Um, because, like I said, I'm not really feeling good because of this particular person. Actually, it's my fault because I'm letting them get to me, you know? Which makes me so angry. Like, I'm not even angry at them. I'm angry at me. I'm angry at myself. Like, I always let him affect me or actually affect my emotions so much that like it just makes me so upset you know I'm more upset at myself most of the time not really at him like every time he does something to you know hurt my feelings intentionally it's always intentional you know he always tries to intentionally hurt my feelings or intentionally you know provoke me from a distance somehow you know, I don't really get mad at him because, like, I kind of expect it, you know, that's just kind of what he does, but I, more than anything, I get mad at myself, I get so disappointed in myself, like, I could be having, like, such a good day, and then he just does one of his little stunts, and then I just, I just, just feel so sad, you know, and then I'm mad at myself for allowing him to make me feel like this it's like oh it's so pathetic anyways this man brings out the absolute worst in me the absolute worst i mean <laughs> there was a moment in time when i didn't recognize myself i think it was somewhere in 2020 I did not recognize myself. I <laughs> like the way that I I would think. I had never thought those thoughts before. Even up to today, sometimes I just get thoughts in my head that are just like I'm just like whoa, you know. I can't even like really say it on here be like what I'm think or what the kind of thoughts that I have because I think it could potentially uh, put me in jail <laughs> wink wink but really though like it's it's horrible some of the, some of the thoughts that I have about him you know and also just the kind of person that I became not just towards him but towards the people around me, the people that I interacted with, I just became so manipulative, so selfish, so I want this and I'm gonna lie, cheat, steal 
uh, deceive, connive, manipulate until I get it type of mentality. Like, that's the kind of person that I had become when I was with him. You know, it's like all his traits just rubbed off onto me in such a big way. I think it's because just naturally I'm such a mirror. I think that's... (laughs) I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but just like when I'm with someone and I kind of really like them, I can't help but be like them, you know, like it's so, it's kind of messed up. Like I, I don't even know how to describe it, but basically like, like say for example, like I like a guy or something like that. And then like he's into, I don't know, riding bikes or something. Like, if I really like him, I swear, like, I'm going to go online and Google anything and everything that I can know about riding bikes. Like, I'm gonna want to know everything, like, everything. And that's hardly an exaggeration. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, he could be, maybe he's into swimming or something. Like, I'm going to want to know everything about swimming. Like, I'm going to research. <laughs> Am I a psychopath? Maybe. But, like, I don't know why I'm like this. And then, like, I'm going to, you know, I think I think maybe I just kind of do it to try to relate to the person. I don't, I, um, truly, I don't know. I don't know the reason, but basically, they call it mirroring from what I've read online it's like it's actually a trait that a lot of people with NPD have as well you know they mirror a lot and I think I do it too and I I didn't even know it had a name it's just like when I really like someone I just I just want to like do what they do you know like I kind of I just kind of want to like be part of them I know this probably sounds scary I don't know creepy am I creepy yes I'm sorry, but whatever, I'm venting. I'm just being honest, you know, like, I don't know, it happens all the time, literally. This is not even, like, something that happens with just, like, some people or, you know, once in a while or something, like, all the time. It just, it just happens, and I don't know how to make it stop. I've actually never even tried to make it stop, to be honest, because it just, like, it's, I don't know, I just thought that's what people do, you know? Like, when you like someone, you just kind of want to, be in their world a little bit more so you you know you kind of find things to relate to and whatever anyways I digress so this man just every time when I was with him even if I wasn't really with him like in the moment like when he was highly present in my life He just had a way of bringing out the most negative aspects of me to light. Constantly. And I mean constantly. Like, aspects of myself that I didn't even know that I had. Really. Like, I didn't know. I really didn't know that. Like, some of the things that I would do because of him 
I didn't know that I was capable of doing. And listen, I'm not one to be like, eh, this person made me do this, like, it's his fault that I did this, and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, like, he didn't put a gun to my head and, and made me, you know, do those things or whatever. But just his influence, there's just something about his energy that just, it just brought out the absolute worst in me, man, like, there's really no other way to describe it, you know, he made me feel so insecure, um, in such a subtle way, like, (laughs) in such a subtle way, and he was so good at it, he's still very good at it, you know, it just kind of, like, poking at my insecurities, in a way where I can't say anything, I can't be like, hey, stop, Because if I say, hey, stop, it's, you know, he's gonna have a comeback. He's gonna be like, oh, you know, like gaslighting, basically. He's gonna gaslight the crap out of me. You know, like, you know one of those those things that you can't really complain about? Like, you know what's wrong, but, like, you know that if you say something about it, like, if you tell somebody, hey, this is bothering me, you're gonna kind of come across as, like, you know, needy or insecure or something like that. I'll give an example. For example, I actually don't know if this is a a right example, but whatever. Um, Let's say you have a boyfriend or something, and then, you know, he's always liking random girls' pictures online. You know, every time you, you go on your newsfeed, you see, oh, this person liked this girl's picture, and then, you know, you keep scrolling, oh, he likes this other girl's picture, and this other girl's, you know, and it's just like, whoa, you just like it, like, different girls' pictures online, and it's like, it, it seems kind of innocent, like, if you were to go to someone, and, and, and by the way, let, let's say, you know, they're not even, like, half-naked girls, it's just like, you know, selfies and stuff like that, if you go to someone, and you're like, oh, my boyfriend is liking, you know, a girl's pictures, kind of makes you sound insecure, you know, it's like, come on, it's, it's social media, it's what people are supposed to do, like, that's why we're on there, to, like, like people's pictures, you know, you know, you, you sound crazy, sound insecure, so what do you want him to do, you want him to unfriend every girl on his newsfeed, like, when you want him to block every girl and just have guys, all, you know, what I mean? like, that kind of thing, you know, where it's like, you can't really complain about it, but it bothers you, you know, and he was really good at that. He still is. He's a veteran at that. At like, he's so good at like poking at my insecurities or making me insecure in such a way that I can't complain about it. You know, like if I complain about it, I sound crazy. Type of thing. You know. <sighs> Whew. I never in a million years thought people like this exist, man. Truly. And, um, I hate who I am when I'm with him. (laughs) I don't want to cry, oh my god. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I hate who I am when I'm with him.
nothing about myself that I like when I'm with him. Nothing, zero. And he makes me feel so paranoid. And I'm just like... Like, I just, f- like, focus on, like, stupid things, bro. Like, what somebody said about me, or, like, this person, what this girl did, this one. And he's just such a liar. Even when he's just so manipulated and just, like, deceitful, you know? And he's just so empty, like... He's just so stupid. Like, on the grand scheme of things, he's so stupid, bro. And he's so hypocritical. Like, not one time has he advised me on anything. And this is a man who's, like, really old. Like, way older than me. Embarrassing, I know. But, like, can you imagine he's never, not one time, taught me anything or like advised me like give me any like life advice and that's free bro like (laughs) life advice is free like all he did was just encourage my compulsions so much like as much as he could you know i'll never forget maybe the one small example is like when i just started uh, being vegetarian I think I was probably like three months in or something, probably maybe four or five months in. And, um, no, actually, I think a little less, yeah, maybe, yeah, a couple months in. And, you know, I told him, I told him, like, I'm a vegetarian now, like, I don't eat meat. And, on purpose, he knew this, on purpose he offered me meat, you know, he'd cook, like, pork or something like that, and then, you know, like, I, I, I told him that I was hungry, and then he offered me meat, he's like, oh, yeah, I made this last night, it's like beef or something, like, or pork or something, I don't know, some meat dish, on purpose, knowing, you know, he, he, he damn near, like, wanted to manipulate me into it, he's like, come on, you've never tasted my cooking, you know, trying to, like, make it seem like, I don't know, whatever, anyway, (sighs) he just wanted to see me fail so bad, you know, from the biggest things to the smallest things, he wanted to see me fall flat on my face, he wanted to witness every second of it. Just so that he feels better about himself. (laughs) He was so good at encouraging my compulsions. Very good at it. I keep repeating it because sometimes I can't believe it, you know. Like, wow, somebody can... Like, people like that exist, you know, who are just hell-bent on seeing you just be the lowest possible.
possible version of yourself that you can be, you know. And he was like that, definitely. He wanted to just see me make bad decisions or just uh, just go through bad things in my life, you know. And um, I was angry for so long at him. So long. I hope that I never meet anyone like him ever again. And also I was angry at myself for so long because <laughs> I was like, man, how could I attract that into my life? But then I looked back at the time when I met him and it was inevitable. I was so low, you know, I had no sense of direction in my life. I just graduated. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Like, I, I was just lost. And I was sad all the time. I had all these ambitions that I had no plans for, you know. And I'd just be like, I want this, and I want that, and I want that. But, like, making no actual real effort to obtain those things that I wanted. And just kind of feeling sorry for myself. And having like a big grand pity party and I had not an ounce of gratitude within me. You know, I was always complaining. Oh, life is not fair, like blah, blah, bullshit, you know? Pardon my French, but... <sighs> you know, I look back at that time and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense how... I was able to attract him into my life, but I just never thought, like, I'd attract someone that messed up, you know? Like, he's really... <laughs> uh, I truly hope I never meet a human like this man. Like, I will run for the hills, bro. <laughs> I will run for the hills. Never again, never again. Never. But yeah, it's been, um, it's been a couple of months. Last time I saw him was the mm, first week of November. And then the last time I spoke to him, or should I say he spoke to me? I was through text. At the end of January, so about two weeks ago. Almost three weeks ago. Actually, I think three weeks ago. And, um, I left him on red. I didn't reply to one of his texts. I mean, I, I responded to like one or two of them and then I just stopped replying. And I think that made him angry. <laughs> Hell, I know that made him angry. But I don't care. I can't wait to feel absolute indifference. 
And I wonder what's stopping me. I think for a long time what stopped me was that feeling of control that I thought I had over him, you know. Because he's always been so freaking predictable. He's a very simple-minded person. There's no real depth there. It's just all manipulation, lying, cheating. He's really good at that kind of thing. But besides that, there's nothing. He's nothing. He's just, you know, he's very shallow, very, like, aroused by... He just has a very, like, low, small bandwidth for anything worthwhile, really. And naturally, he's an addict, so... I like that kind of, you know, quote-unquote control that I thought I had over him. Um, with his emotions and all that. But, um, yeah, I... I think I'm kind of over it, you know? I'd block him now, but I don't want to give him the satisfaction of thinking I'm angry. I think I'll block him on, on Monday. I'll block him on Monday. Or maybe even Sunday. Hmm. best way to go about this is just to forget his existence the same way I did, you know, kind of the same way I did, you know, all these other people. It's time for him to go. It's been time actually, it's time I'm doing this a year deal. Um, it's a long deal because all he brings me is pain and sorrow. And he's just always like, any, ugh. Even when he's like far away from me, it affects me. What is that? It's not love, it's just. I can't, I can't do that anymore. Anyway, I'm ending this here. Um, looks late now. Thanks for listening all the way to the end.